Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Well, here we are. We are almost two weeks into the new year, 2021. Um, It kind of already feels like a month has gone by for some reason. It's funny. I think that January is a bit of a weird time to resolve to do all sorts of new things and start fresh because it's like the opposite of what is happening, especially if you live in New England. Um, Seasonally, the winter is just about to get to its deepest, darkest point, and nothing really feels entirely new and shiny, so to speak, except for the fact that now we have, you know, blank calendar pages and Maybe you got some new socks for Christmas or something. Um, When I first learned about making resolutions, I was with my Auntie Hannah and my Auntie Mary, and we were sitting upstairs at um, their sister Teresa's house overlooking the ocean in Maine, and we all wrote down resolutions for the new year on a piece of paper. And then we went around and shared them with each other. And then we locked them up in a cedar chest where we all promised we would look at them a year from that date and see how we did with our resolutions. Then, of course, like we cheers our champagne at midnight and went to bed. I have zero idea. I do not remember what I wrote down on that paper, but I do know for sure that we never looked at them ever again. Um, At the time, I was like probably 18 years old. Hannah was 23 and Mary was 28. And that was when... I first really learned about what resolutions were and what they meant for people. And my aunts were like super duper my role models. So I realized like I need to be making these every year too. Um, And according to my aunts and then other people that I watched making these resolutions, what I noticed is that they were really like intentions for you to magically transform your life beginning on January 1st when you first woke up. So that may have been my first stab at New Year's resolutions, but it most certainly was not the first time that like I felt that resolve to do better for myself. I have been making that like my lifelong project since high school health class when I first learned about this, you know, ever elusive term called balance. And in health class, balance was described as a state of mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, you know, all the Um, And it just was a state of perfect health in all of those areas. And so with my young and um, impressionable mind, I thought that this was actually possible and I could achieve this perfect balance. It was it was something I was striving for. So I went on like this 15 year, honestly, spree of like cutting this out, cutting that out, changing bad habits, adding in good habits, all in the name of achieving some sort of nirvanic perfection. Because in my mind, if I could be like completely perfect, then I could feel better about myself and what I was doing. But inevitably, it is hard to be perfect. And I would always end up giving up after a while. And I failed with a lot of the things that I set out to do. So, you know, in retrospect, like some of the habits, some of the really good habits, of course, stuck with me and became a new way of life. But a lot of 
things I do are still bad habits that I still do. And I it's it was always just more about like punishing myself out of those things or forcing myself and willing myself into submission. And then when I failed, I would punish myself for the failure and down goes the self-confidence. Um, of course, you know, that comes with shame that you didn't achieve what you set out to do. And then I don't know about you, but I noticed that getting back on the bandwagon once you fall off, it seems to require somehow twice the effort and willpower. So anyway, with all of that in mind, I'm not really a resolutions girl anymore. But like a lot of you, probably, um, this year I did, of course, set some goals for myself. But the goals were really primarily related to my business, and they are simply this for me. Goals are a compass, and they give me a time frame so that I know what I'm focusing on and when I'm focusing on it. And it really just helps me to stay uh, headed in the direction that I'm going and not to get veered off and chase every single shiny object that comes along. So that's really what goals are for me. Goals are really kind of like a, almost like a GPS for me and my business. But I know that the real success in achieving these goals is not just simply, you know, setting and forgetting or intending that they're going to happen or resolving that they're going to happen. It's not waking up one day and magically you've accomplished them. It's about and and again, it's not about mindlessly like doing habits that you have been told will get you this outcome. It's about taking these day-to-day steps that move you closer in the direction of these big dreams that you have for yourself. So this year, during the time that I was doing some, going, you know, going within and really thinking about what I wanted in the year ahead... I discovered the book Streaking by Jamie and Jeffrey Downs. And what I loved about this book is that it showed me a way of approaching some of these things that I had never tried for myself before. So I said, you know, I am always, like I said, like I'm kind of always on this self-improvement sort of bandwagon. And I said, let's give it a whirl. So I realized in reading the book that when I was looking at these behaviors that I wanted to be doing in my life, I had missed one very important thing. I had missed the why behind the behavior. I had missed linking it to asking myself what kind of person I want to be because realistically, it all has to begin there first. Do you want to be a writer? What actions do you need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, etc. to be that person? Do you want to be more intelligent? Do you want to be healthier? What do these things tangibly look like? You can actually break down each of these larger pieces of what you are growing into, into bite-sized, ridiculously small and simple steps. And then these become your building blocks. So in the book, they introduce this philosophy of establishing these behaviors and using something called a streak. And no, a streak is not running around naked. So rest assured, like you don't have to put an R rating on your life going forward. A streak is something that you start and you do it with the intention of never really stopping. So it's not like a goal where you set something and you give yourself a specific time frame and then you achieve that goal. Like for example, weight loss. A streak is something that you basically are never going to stop doing if you have any say in the matter. 
Um, I'm hesitant to share mine with you because I'm just kind of starting out and I've really begun setting streaks in place slowly but surely. And I have just really found that the method they present is a really awesome way to have lasting success in the things that you want to achieve and accomplish, but more importantly, who you want to actually become. So it's really about making and keeping small promises to yourself. And here is the clencher, clencher, clencher. I'm not sure which word I'm supposed to use there, but here's the clencher. These things have to be small promises that you can actually follow through with. So without further ado, we're going to talk to Jamie and Jeffrey today about streaking and how to choose what to streak, why it might be one of the most laughably simple things you can possibly think of, and how that can make a difference in your life and why you might want to give it a try and see if it will work for you. Goal setting definitely has a place in our lives. Habits occupy a totally different space all of their own. And I think you will find that after listening to this episode, that streaking is a way to create lasting changes and on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis, help you to become the person that you want to become. And you know, the concept isn't fireworks. Like these streaks aren't loud. They don't make a splash. In fact, they're just like a whisper on your goal, on your list of things. If I told you mine, you would be bored to tears because they really are not exciting things when you look at them as individual items. But when woven together, when you do them day after day, these small, simple things are ones that you're going to look back on and say, oh my gosh, like I climbed an entire mountain or 10 mountains. And that that I think is why I really love this concept so much because it mirrors a lot of the things I'm always talking about as it relates to overwhelm, as it relates to life itself. It's all about just one small, simple step. Steps so small that even when you're down for the count, you can still take that one step. The other thing I love about the concept of streaking is that it's really a way to cultivate mindfulness and consciousness around the present moment and life itself. So while habits are kind of like unconscious things that we do, streaks are, and Jamie and Jeffrey get into this, are really conscious choices. And when you're doing things, you're not thinking about tomorrow or the next 50 days ahead. You're thinking about today. You're thinking about this one moment this one step that you're taking, and you're making choices in your now that will end up impacting you both in the present and future. So by focusing on these things, I think it really can help pull us from places of when we're self-doubting or overwhelmed or complacent and really help to propel us forward one day at a time. And now, honestly, I know I have waxed on philosophically and far too deep. So I bring you Jamie and Jeffrey Downs, who are really going to dive into all of the really good actionable bits of this. Jeffrey Downs is a consultant to individuals and executive teams translating strategy into record-breaking consistent revenue growth. He has been a Franklin Covey consultant for 10 years, and prior to that, he was the founder and chief revenue officer at Best Practice Systems Incorporated. Jamie Downs is a mother, leader, teacher, and passionate volunteer. Her love of teenagers and a desire to empower girls with confidence has inspired her organization of many retreats, conferences, workshops, and community service opportunities. She has a Bachelor of Arts in Advertising and a love of graphic and interior design. 
Oh, and I did decide, so if you stay tuned to the end, I will let you in on two of the streaks I have started, and I definitely want to hear what your big takeaways are too. What small promises have you decided to make to yourself after hearing today's episode? Hi, Jeff and Jamie, and welcome to the She Built This podcast. Hi, how are you doing, Emily? Good. I, this is my first time ever having two guests on at one time, so I'm super excited. <laughs> We're excited too. And we've practiced not interrupting each other. We'll see how we do. We're pretty good now. I think we do pretty good at yeah. it. Yeah. We're pretty good. We've been it. doing it for 30 years, so <laughs> I think we're okay. We're good. Do you do you have one mic or two? We have two. Oh, okay. Fun. That yeah. makes it easier. Yeah. And you can see each other. Yep. Um, so I've told the audience a little bit about who you are, but I would love to hear from your perspective, who you are and what you do, and also where this fantastic idea behind your book, Streaking. All right. So who we are. Well, let's see. I always start. I guess my my thing I'm most proud of is I am a mom and I have seven children that are ranging in age. Let's see. My oldest is 26 and my youngest is nine. Um, and so I've spent my life being a professional mom, and I love it. And Jeff and I have been married for 30 years. That's amazing sometimes. You know how sometimes you say those numbers and you're like, I'm not old enough to have been married for 30 years <laughs> or have a daughter who's 26, but apparently I am. So that was kind of my, that's that's a little bit about me. Well, and I am a father of seven. It's the same seven same that you're seven. the mother of. <laughs> that works so nicely. That works well. It worked out well. And then I've been a I've been an entrepreneur um, like yourself, and have Jamie and I have actually started a couple of different businesses um, and have run those and sold those. And currently, I'm a, a Franklin Covey consultant. So I work for Franklin Covey as a consultant, um, really working with organizations on strategy and execution. And it's been just a ton of fun working with Jamie on this entire project of streaking. Right. So it's fun. You ask, how did we start? And we were kind of joking a little bit before we started, but I'm like, I guess it started because I was like, I've got problems. I've got some problems. <laughs> and, and I I've have problems got, too. <laughs> I'm like, I've got to get some things fixed. And and it kind of started with, I had been, I, 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 I like running and I had started running and um. I was feeling frustrated because I had been running for a lot of years and I felt like it should be easier to get myself out the door. Like I'd been doing it long enough. I had signed, I had run a couple marathons. I'd had a couple goals and I'd run two marathons. And I we, had run. You and I had run we, uh, several half marathons together. And several, we ran one I mean, marathon together and, else, yeah. and several half marathons together. And, and I had reached this point where I couldn't sign up for another race, but I was frustrated that I needed a race to get me motivated. And, and I was like, why, if I have been doing this for so long? And I had studied, I'd studied about habits and I look at it and I'm like, I feel like there's two definitions of habits. If you go and look up what a habit is, the first definition is like something that you do repeatedly. And then the second definition usually is something that you do automatically without thinking. And I think I, and, and maybe a lot of other people have done this too. I think I turned that into an if then statement if I do something repeatedly, then it will become automatic. And I right. was feeling frustrated that I had been doing running repeatedly and I did not feel that it was automatic. I still felt like I had to put a huge amount of effort. We never woke up in the middle of a run and thought, when did when, we start doing this? When did I start this? running? Wow. I didn't even realize so I was doing this. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and so, so that's where I was. And I was, so, so take you to the beginning of the story. I was in the hair salon getting my hair done. 
and I was waiting for the color to activate and I was going through some different news sites and I was kind of depressed with what was out there. So I went to a conservative news site that I have gone to often. And the first story that popped up was couples streak runs for 15 years. And, and I was shocked because we know what, you know, streaking means to most of the world. And I thought, what in the world is this article about? And so out of curiosity, and I'm a little embarrassed to say I clicked on it I to just find out. She clicked on it. She went ahead. Emily, she clicked on I it. I clicked Let's on the article to find out what this couple who's been streak running for 15 years was all about. And it ended up being a beautiful story about Jeff and Diane Shumway, who had run at least a mile every day for 15 years. Like they wow. hadn't missed for 15 years. And I was just amazed by this. And so as I read this article, I thought, huh, I wonder if I could wonder if I could change things up a little bit. And instead of trying to get a personal best or go for a distance, or maybe I could be motivated to pull it back a little bit and just run a mile every day. Maybe I could set a streak around this. It's so easy that you would look at it and say like, oh, that's, that's silly. That's stupid. But yeah. Well, and that was what's, so I called Jeff that day and, and was like, hey, do you want to start this streak with me? I was a little hesitant because I thought she didn't ask it in that way. She needs it. You need to tell her the way you actually asked. He was on a plane because at this time this was pre-COVID when people traveled and he was traveling for his job. And I called and I said, "Hey, do you want to streak run with me?" No, she didn't even say it that way. She said, "Do you <laughs> oh, want to start streaking with me?" That was her exact word. She never. Okay, I, I, I never. need to pause you. I need to pause you both here because yesterday. So everyone knows I read this book, and everyone knows that I was having you guys on my show. Um, everyone in our community that is. Yesterday, I'm on a Zoom call with my with a client of mine, and she's like, oh my gosh, I wish you could see this right now. And then she's like, actually, I don't wish you could see this right now. My husband knows I'm on a call with you and he just went streaking by the window. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I am definitely telling them this story. Yes, I love it. (laughs) That was it. And it's so, it's fun because the word is catchy. I do have a personal mission to redefine it in the world that, that when people talk about streaking, they talk about doing conscious and consistent actions. That produce life-changing that produce results. Life-changing results. So, but I did call Jeff and say, "Do you want to go? Streak? Do you want to start streaking? Do you want to start me? streaking with me?" And, <laughs> and of course, he was like, "Yes." Of course. Immediately, I was like, "I'll be home in a second. <laughs> I have no idea what you're asking me, but yes, <laughs> I am right there. So that's kind of where it started for me. Okay, and so let's talk a little bit about like how it does differ from a habit because I completely, you know, I I, I don't know which habit definition I like better, the automatic or the um, what what was the other one? Repetition. 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 Repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a mixture of both, depending on what the habit is. But let's talk about why this isn't just another habit, and also why it's not just another goal setting technique. When we so when Jamie asked me about setting a streak and going on a streak with her streak running, we started that and there was a couple of little nuances that we didn't recognize right up front that made it different than a habit that we didn't realize um, until a little bit later on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question with a little bit more of the streaking journey as we went along this path. About 300 days after we had started our streak run of run at least, run or walk at least one mile daily, I was um, recovering from a very aggressive dental assistant cleaning, all right, a dental hygienist cleaning. And 
one of the things that I had struggled with in my life was having my teeth be healthy enough to keep them in my head because I have periodontal disease. And there's two things that anyone with really heavy periodontal disease have to do. That's the plaque that builds up at the base of your teeth and eats away at your gums is you have to brush and floss regularly. And when, when I say regularly, I mean every single day. And brushing was not a problem, but flossing, I never enjoyed. And so I never really did it. When I first had periodontal disease, or sorry, not first had, but I had a first surgery for my periodontal disease that was very expensive in order to clean everything up and keep my teeth inside my head. I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to start a habit of flossing my teeth. And so I had read several books on how to start a habit, you know, make sure that you've got the floss in the right place and that you have a trigger and that there's some type of a reward and all of these things. And no matter what, even after three months, I did never, I, I never became automatic for me. And it was, and I got frustrated, honestly, it was difficult. And so I just ignored it. Well, 10 years later, I had another surgery um, and this time the periodontist was like, look, we can't do this again. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't do something to keep your teeth in your head, they're not going to stay there. And so we were 300 days into our streak and I had had this second surgery and I'd had a, a teeth cleaning from this aggressive dental hygienist. And she said to me on the way out of the office, and I remember this like it was yesterday, you know, Jeff, flossing is a lot like exercising your gums. If you just do it a couple of times a day you get good exercise and they stay healthy. So I was looking in the mirror as I was getting ready to go out on our run, uh, you know, 300 days running. And I looked at myself and her words were repeating in my head. And I thought, I wonder if I'm approaching this all wrong. Rather than trying to develop a habit, which isn't working, this isn't being automatic. Why don't I change the whole question to how long can I floss my teeth at least two times daily? In other words, set a streak to floss my teeth. And at that moment, it just hit me as lightning went right into my brain. And I thought, wait a second, that's it. And so that was 1,832 days ago. And wow. I have flossed since then for two times a day. Whereas before that, I never was able to do it. However, and this is where it's real clear, even though I flossed 1,832 days in a row, it is still not automatic. So it's something I repeat and do, but it's not automatic. So in other words, it's not a habit because habits often go into this area of it's unconscious, whereas a streak is something that is you're consciously choosing to do. And that's that's that became really significant for both of us mm -hmm. and where we started to explode with ideas of, well, streaking actually answers a question to the problem that we were having saying that, well, we just don't have the habit gene where there's things that we don't do um, repeatedly or automatically when in actuality, what we found out through our research is that streaks are laughably simple things that you keep a record that you're doing and you create a community. We call that the laws of streaking and a streak very, very narrowly defined is something that has a start date with no end date that you do either daily, weekly, or monthly. And it was fun as Jeff was talking, I was thinking, I remember back to this time because there were a couple hurdles he was having to overcome with the flossing of the teeth. And one being, it was painful at first after, after these appointments. And then two, 
that mental thing that you have to go through when you know you should have been doing something and you haven't been doing it and you're going to commit to it and then you break that commitment to yourself. There's just like this hurdle that you're constantly having to overcome. And and what happened is when we had had some had some success with running, we started to realize, and, and we had done something inadvertently. I had done something when we started that when I read the article about the couple running every day for a mile, I knew in my head that that was too much for me, that I couldn't commit to running every single day. And so I changed it for myself and said, I can run or walk a mile six days a week. I was going to give myself one day off. <clears throat> and and it was interesting because what I did is change it so that it was more simple, something that I knew I could keep the commitment. And with Jeff, with flossing his teeth, he changed it from, I need to floss my teeth to almost like this little game of, well, how many days in a row could I do this? So he wasn't thinking so much about what he was doing as much as just, can I be consistent with this? Can I just do it? And then keeping track of it. So we we developed, we recognized, I, don't, I, I say developed, but we didn't develop. I feel like we uncovered something that's always been there that people innately know that when we wanted to be consistent, it needed to be simple. It needed to be something that was so simple that on a bad day, I could still do it because my focus wasn't on always what I was doing. It was on, I want to keep doing it. It wasn't on the it. accomplishment. It wasn't on the accomplishment. Right. It wasn't on the end result. It was on the input. It was on the, can I just keep doing this every day? And so as we changed those things, as we looked at it and, and, and developed law number one or unearthed, I guess, law number one, keep it laughably simple. We recognized that that's what we call it kind of the magic juice. It's what kept us going even on those days. So we weren't having to restart and overcome that feeling, that mental feeling every time. And then when you start to have success in that, it starts to propel you in, in amazing ways. And so that and I th and I think that's the huge difference between this and and setting a goal. Like a goal, we almost always have an end date for, you know, yes. or 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 it's something kind of mm, out there. Like I want to lose ten pounds, but it's like, okay, now you have to actually take the steps to do that. So, exactly. with that, in, it, I'm sure you see some like people doing some very interesting streaks, and I want to get to that in a minute. But how does somebody like decide what to choose as a streak? That is such a good question, and. This was something that we kind of found about halfway through our journey is that someone challenged us and, and, and was saying when we were, we, we were sharing some of our ideas and, and the first part of the book and he wrote back and he's like, I appreciate what you're doing, but you're just streaking for streaking sake. Like, like what's the point? And at first it was like, well, what do you mean you can't see the point? You know, when you're excited <laughs> about something it. and you're like, what do you mean you can't see it? But as we got to thinking about it, we thought, you know what? He's right. Why are we doing this? And that kind of led us on, a, on an added part to our journey of what we call the B statement, which was really looking at our life and deciding, who do I want to be? Like It's kind of like, Emily, what you were saying, as I was listening to a couple of your podcasts, where you were saying you find your why. Yeah. You know, why it is that I'm doing this particular thing. And this was what we were looking at as well, because we didn't want to become professional marathoners or professional you know, runners, what we wanted to be was healthy and fit. And so we looked at it and said, the, the reason we're doing what we're doing is because of who we want to be. Right. So every streak at that point, we had set several streaks already because we'd been having success and, and it was working. And um, but at that point, we started to look at it and think, OK, well, why are we doing these things that we're doing and that's when we started to write a B statement. We took time and thought, who do I want to be? 
And from then on, all of our streaks kind of resonated through that B statement that, well, I want to be a more kind person. So I think I'm going to set a streak to do a small act of kindness every day. In fact, we have one of our streakers out there that she has had a streak. She wants to be a more kind person and she's had a streak for, she said she just hit. She just hit her 200 days. 200 days? No, no I, more than that. I think it was she 700. She just hit her year. Yeah, no, her you're right. Year. It's two years. It's she two just years. Hit yeah, she just hit her, her 700 Sorry about days. That. Not a problem. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, Laurel. I thought it was a lot more. <laughs> it is. It's two years. <laughs> but she, and her streak is to send at least one text or note daily of um, gratitude to someone. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I mean, so it, it takes and make tangible some things that you want to develop of who you want to be in your life that aren't necessarily tangi- tangible. Right takes those intangibles. Oh, so now I think I have to rethink some of mine. Um, I'm definitely with you, Jeff, on the flossing. I went to my doctor in my dentist's office. I don't like it. It's just like, I know I have to do it, but it's just not fun. And I also know that like flossing your teeth has to do with heart disease. Like I know all this and I still (laughs) wasn't doing it as regularly as I should. And last time I went to my dentist, she was like, are you flossing your teeth regularly? (laughs) Like, uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) So I said, okay, I promise promise you today, December 9th, next time I come in for my six month appointment, I will have flossed every single day. And I decided to um, start then. So I, I have since December 9th. Um, Congratulations. That's yeah, so I'm, with, I'm, I'm with you on that. But um, now you're making me think that some of them I might need to rethink because like, I'm maybe I'm just doing them to do them and not because they're actually things that have to do with my why or the kind of person I want to be. So I love that. I'm going to share a story on Megan Sumrall. Um, we were talking to her and she was talking. I hope she's okay sharing this story, but it was to me, it was such a good B statement why story. And she was talking about her daughter and getting ready in the morning. And she has um, her daughter's uh, nine, I think. And she said, Megan's like, I'm, I'm a speed engine. I want to get going in the morning. And my daughter is kind of a sloth. She's slow. And she said, we would butt heads. And it was a real challenge. And I was feeling frustrated as a mom at um, being frustrated in the mornings that I didn't want to have this friction in the morning and I wanted to be more patient. That's what she said. She's like, I want to be more patient. And so she had set some things to not say hurry as much or to count to 10 to be more patient with her daughter. And she said after she was reading the book, she thought to herself, well, why do I want to be patient? What What is it that's really driving me wanting to be patient? And what she decided is she said, what I really want when I look at this is I want my daughter to know that I love her. I want her to leave each day knowing that her mom loves her. And so she set a streak around saying, I love you or texting, I love you to her daughter each day. And I loved the evolution of that, that it went from, well, I just need to be more patient to, well, why? She asked herself that Mm. question. What's my why? And from that was able to say, well, what I really want is my daughter to know that I love her. That's And she was able to set a streak around that. And so that's what I've loved. You don't have to have a B statement to start a streak. Sometimes you get the streak first. You, there, there's something you know you want to do because you know it's going to help you become something, but you haven't quite worked out all the details yet. And that's okay. But I have recognized that having that time to think about who I want to be really does help me to look at and say, okay, well, what do I need to do to become that kind of person? And then that's where my streaks often evolve from. Okay, so I would love to hear what some of your streaks are. And how many do you guys have is my other question. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a question we get often asked as far as how many streaks do we have? 
And we always preface it with, we have the number of streaks necessary to become who we want to be. So that that's kind of a way to think about it because it's not the number that's as important as what it is that you're doing and choosing to do. So we we've we started streaking five years ago when all of this started to come into be. And what happened through time is we recognized that there are things we wanted to be. So for example, on in my world of professional development, I recognize there are some things that I wanted to do as far as professionally and to develop professional professionally. And in order to do that, I needed to have some streaks around it. And so I have a B statement that I want to be of service to others through engaging, enthusiastic, energizing, uh, entertaining, thought-provoking, persuasive, leading, speaking, teaching, and writing. So that's my actual B statement. And then I have some streaks that I do on a either daily or weekly basis that, that consistently support that. For example, one of them is to read at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book daily. So I have a lot of engagements where people read a whole bunch of different books. Um, and I wanted to be up to speed with that. And there was a deficiency in my life that I was not reading as much as I thought. However, reading a page a day, a chapter a day, uh, you know, a book a week was not in my purview. And so I thought to myself, how can I employ streaking, which is pick something that's laughably simple, again, going back to the laws of streaking, that I'm going to record every day and create a community around it. I thought, you know what, reading at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book would help me to do that. Another one that's a, a little bit interesting, and I will, I haven't been, I haven't avoided your question about how many streaks. I will tell you actually how many we have, but uh, just to preface it a little bit more. This is a fun one. One of the one of the coolest apps that I actually really enjoy is Masterclass. And I decided that I would sign up for a subscription to Masterclass and I and for the first year of that subscription I watched maybe one class and did not even a class. I did like a couple of videos. And so I thought, you know what? Professionally, I want to develop more and I want to improve my education. So I have a streak to open the Masterclass app at least once daily. I love that. All you have to yeah. do is open the app. Open the app. And in, now here's the cool part. In just opening the app, I have now completed, fully completed seven courses in Masterclass in one year. Wow. Uh -huh. So, so that's, that's the thing that I think people kind of look past is that the small and simple, it's not believable right mm -hmm. up front, you know, the laughably small, but when you do it and there's purpose behind it, as far as why I'm doing those things, who I want to be, it becomes significant. So overall I have, I currently carry 31 streaks concurrently. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> now that sounds like a lot, but if I were on a bad day, had to get them all done, the only one that takes a little bit longer is running or walking at least one mile. That one, you know, Jamie and I can do that in about 20 minutes if right. we walk the mile, but everything else I can do in about 30 minutes. And all I'm saying, combined. yeah, yep. all of them combined. It's, it takes no time at all. However, the, the cool part about it is all of those things are on my conscious mind. I'm thinking about those. I'm intentionally becoming who I want to be every single day. And I'll tell you the, the shot of enthusiasm and energy that that gives to, 
to anyone that's doing this, it it's through the roof amazing. Right. Y- yeah, so I, I think have- because so so like it's such a confidence builder, you know what I mean? Huge. And where whereas setting goals and things like that when like you said before when we fall short of those things, we're just kind of like, "Oh no." Right. So this is like the opposite of that. It's just building that confidence muscle. And it really does. And that's one of the things that we've loved when we looked at, when we really defined this and we're like, okay, there's goals and then there's, and, and goal is, you know, you, you're trying to reach for something that's, that you haven't attained before and you've got a deadline and you can tell if you've, you know, you're either going to make it or you're going to miss. And then there's these habits and routines, these things that we set up to try and become automatic. And then in the middle, there is streaks, these th- this place in the middle where we can develop who we want to be through these small but ultra consistent actions. So it's been amazing. I have 20. We say that we stand on the streaks mm-hmm. to reach Which for way? our goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that because I, I don't know. When we first started this, I was like, it was really important for me to understand where habits was because there's been so much written on habits and how just, um, what did we say? How universally that word is liberally. used? Liberally. How liberally it's the liberally word habit is applied to everything. And I is think it is because so there wasn't anything else to define it. Right. And there's some good things that you can develop with habits. There's bad habits and there's good habits, right. which means repeated automatically. But there wasn't this thing in the middle, which was the streaks. Right. There's a place for habits and there's a place for goals, but this streaks, there's a place for streaks too. And that's where I loved that I'm like, okay, I just added a massively useful tool to my tool belt to help me become who I want to be. I have 22 streaks. Um, And the thing that I love is that the same thing, we started with the running streak and we did that one for 300 days before we even branched into, well, before the ID even hit Jeff that he could we could do other things with it. So we'd had this success. That's what I guess I've loved about it. Why did we write a book about it? Because I started to see success. My whole life, I had wanted to keep a journal. And I had tried a lot of different things. I had gone to classes. I had tried, someone was like, you should just write for five minutes every day. And I had tried that. And I don't know why, you, but it didn't work. You bought all the cool I journal equipment, amazing <laughs> like journals, pens, amazing journals. I subscribed to a to a site one time that would send me a question every day that I would answer, and I just had never been able to be successful at writing in my journal until I set a streak, and my streak was simply to write one sentence a day in my journal, and I allowed myself that even on a bad day, that sentence could be, <coughs> "I wrote in my journal today," or. I'm sick or I have a couple of them that are like, I'm tired. That was my <laughs> sentence. That's, But I kept it going. I would write. The fun thing is, and the amazing thing to me is that the the days that it's like, I'm tired are minimal. How often I write more, even when I sit down and think, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I will sit and write and get started. And, and by the time I'm done, I'm like, wow, I like wrote a whole page. I wasn't planning to write a whole page. But just for whatever reason, getting over the hump of getting started. And once I got started, I was free to kind of- How many of days have you done that now? Do more. Right in my journal. Let me find that one. Uh, oh, yeah. So so this actually brings me to my next question. Well, I have two kind of. I'm going to sandwich into one. Um, how do you keep a track of 30 and 22 streaks? Yes. And and I also want to know back to your, um, with the journaling where you said people were recommending you just sit down and do it for 10 minutes. I know from your book that you guys recommend that people don't do time streaks. So I want to hear some of the psychology behind that as well. Okay. So I've written in my journal for 1,382 days and I haven't 
I haven't missed a day. And I have filled multiple. So for Christmas this year, everyone in my family gave me a journal. I thought it was funny, but everyone gave me a journal because I filled like a whole bunch of journals now. I've actually run out of ink. I've never done that before, like written with a pen so long that I actually used all of the ink in the pen. So that's been kind of kind of fun. So now um, you're going to need to write a memoir. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with seven kids, you need to write a memoir. Yes. <laughs> write a memoir. Emily, thank you. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I mean, my mom had four and I thought that was a lot. So. That is a lot. It is a lot. One is a lot. It's a lot. All of raising children is a lot. It takes a lot of effort. So the question was, how do we keep track? And what was the second question? Oh, I just wanted to know why you don't why you don't we recommend don't do time the time strict. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start with the why I don't do time streaks really quick. And it stems from this journaling one. For whatever reason, you would think just sit down and write for five minutes. But I think the thing that we came up with that we've decided why those don't work is because it switches your focus from doing the small, simple thing to keeping track of the time. And for whatever reason, that switch in focus just doesn't work as well. You know what? I just had a thought on this. This is right out of the blue, something I hadn't thought Straight about off the before. Cuff. Breaking it's news. Out breaking, first, news. <laughs> breaking news. First on your show. The reason why a time streak doesn't work is because it typically is a goal. It's a, I have a goal to write for five minutes. And if you don't write for that five minutes, you lose. You're right. That's a good point. And, and what we have found is that really what you're doing with streaking is it's not a goal. It's not something you're going to attain. So you make it so laughably simple. There's no way you can fail right. at it. In other words, it's like, all I have to do is write the sentence. You you look at yourself and you're like, if I can't do this, I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the, the point. You make it so simple. But what's that's neat a really about good it too point. It's is a goal if once it's you do it, how fulfilled you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, how you just look at it and be like, I wrote the sentence. And then when you get up to, you know, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, or to, you know, thousands of days, all of a sudden you look back over this great vista that's been created through one sentence at a time. And you're like, I really love this. It's so fulfilling. Yeah. Anyway, I, we're talking about the time streaks. I, that, that that just hit me. I love as that. Far as why that it, it doesn't yeah. that goal. And so even if you write for four, four, and a half minutes, if you don't hit that five minute mark, you don't feel successful. And that is what's different about streaking is that it's so simple that you pretty much are successful as soon as you do it. As soon as you open the app or write the sentence or put the running shoes on, you've hit success. And so then really cool. everything after that is just extra in your yeah. mind. You're just like, oh, I've already done what I needed to. And it's amazing to me how it releases something inside of me that once I've been successful, I can't tell you how often I go farther or do more than what I thought I was going to do because I've already succeeded and I'm okay. I don't know why I don't know why that works, but it works. I was just going to say I'm sure there are days when you decide let's go 2 miles or 3 miles or yes. let's go for another hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then that but the other thing that's also wonderful is that so we both recently got COVID. Our entire family over Christmas oh. got COVID. Um and it was great to know that I didn't have to go out and run. That I was like, okay, <laughs> you could walk. but I can walk. I can walk yeah. and I can get some fresh air and I can just take my time. And I kept that streak alive even through COVID, through actually getting the sickness. And so that's what has been great is to be able to have those success days where you do go farther and you're like, wow, that was amazing. But also to have those success days when I'm like, I was sick and I was still successful on my sick day. 
That is really empowering. The shot of confidence that it gives is just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we keep track of them? We um, developed an app. We started off with a whole bunch of different ways. We started off with, I had a calendar at first. Jeff did it on an Excel spreadsheet. And we found that keeping a record was significant. This was part of the journey as well, because law number two is to no record, no streak. No streak. If you don't count it. Because if you don't know that you've done it for 1,800 or 1,382 days as far as writing in your journal, then there's there's a lack of confidence there. There's something. And honestly, in the research that we did, as we started to research the masters, the people that were great at whatever it was that they chose to do, be it athletes, uh, professional business uh, people, you know, scientists, architects, I mean, anywhere across the board, they always kept a record of the smallest, simplest things. And so we decided that we needed to keep a record. Well, and because of some experiences that we had. So we started keeping a record. And to Jamie's point, I had a spreadsheet that I was keeping all my streaks on. And she had, um, and I had a calendar. calendar. Because did you switch over to a spreadsheet? Though? I did switch over to a spreadsheet when it got to the point that I was like, I can't fit all of these on a calendar anymore. <laughs> and so uh, serendipitously, what happened is we, as we start to tell the streaking story, we meet people and we met a developer who got very excited about streaking. His name is Dave and Dave, we love you. You're fantastic. We do love you because having an app has been life changing. Life changing. So he said, well, why don't I write an app for this? He said, I love this. I want to have it be a part of my life too. So he and his company um, took and wrote the streaking app and it's it's every, it's every in Google Play and the Apple App Store, but it's called Streaking and it's set up specifically on the streaking methodology and basically, you can set up your B statement, what we call a streak stack. You set up your stack of who you want to be, and then you identify your streaks that you're going to keep track of. And now it's very easy to keep track it of the is. streaks. It's great. He has it set up so that each thing is kind of under, you have a little sentence that helps you know which streaks are helping you to become that part of your B statement. And that's what we call a stack. So we can have three or four streaks under one B statement. So like I, my health and active, I want to be healthy and active in my lifestyle. And I have three streaks under that right now, which is to take my iron supplement daily, to drink at least eight ounces of water daily, and to run or walk at least one mile daily. And so that's my stack of streaks that help me to stay healthy and active. And keeping track is super important because, so I take my, my iron supplement streak. Um, it's something that I do every day. It's amazing to me again that it hasn't become a habit. I've never thought, oh, I didn't even realize I was taking it. But I have thought a lot of times, did I do that this morning? I can't remember because you start to do it a lot and you're like, I don't know if my memory was this morning's taking it or yesterday's taking it. And so having something where I could keep track, it's the difference between having a question mark at the end of a sentence and having an exclamation point. Once I've taken that, I mark it. I know I've done it. Exclamation point. I'm successful. No doubt. No asking myself, are you sure? None of that. You have confidence that you know you've done it. I'm definitely going to include that um, the link to the app in the show notes because I, I actually think one of our members found that before I even heard of any of this. So it's awesome. And we're excited. We're switching it. We The third law is to create a community. And that's part of what's on the app. And in the next week or two weeks, we're putting out a new updated version that allows everybody to be a part of the community, even if you just choose the free option. The free option lets you start with three streaks. 
And so, and what we've decided is we're like, everybody needs to be a part of the community, even if you're only doing the three, even, even when you start, I guess that's it, is when you start with your three streaks, being a part of the community is so important. So that's going to be coming up and changing in the next two weeks that everyone will have access to the community. So I'd love to hear if you guys decided, like, you know, with the new year, everybody's making resolutions and setting new goals and habits. Did you do you use that as a time to create new streaks? Or is that not part of the yearly uh, regimen? What I love about the whole methodology is that you can evaluate any time of the year. Now, I think that the start of the year is a great time to evaluate and to say, do I have the streaks that I want in order to become who I want to be. And, and so I, we both kind of went down the list of our streaks and said, you know what, we're progressing where we need to be. Now I didn't choose to start. Did you start thinking about some streaks? I didn't, but I have a couple of streaks that I started in um, the end of November and first part of December. And so I have a couple of streaks that are, are just one or two. They're a weekly streak. And so they have just started, but that's part of what I love about streaking that I, recognized about halfway through was this freedom to start at any time. It was interesting that I didn't need to feel like, oh, part of what I love about the new year is this new, it's like a clean piece of paper. It's new. It's brand new. Part of what's hard about that though, is it it's a new this, piece of paper. It's yeah, clean. I it's know, brand new. I know. <laughs> and I want to do it perfectly. Whatever I put on that paper, I want to do big and beautiful and perfect. And so the new year is great time to look at yourself and evaluate but it can be difficult because you want to remake everything all at once. You want to resolve to fix everything that you see that's wrong at once. And it's just not going to happen. And that's what I've loved about streaking is it's given me the power to throughout my life at any point, start something and say, you know what, I'm ready to start this. I'm ready to add this. And I can start really small right now today. And that's what I've loved. So, so I haven't started anything new this year. Um, have you ever ended a streak and and why would you decide to do that, I guess? Because you said basically they have you go on inf- infinitum. <laughs> you know, they can. And that is the whole idea is you start a streak without any type of defined end date. And there's a lot of psychology behind that as far as who I want to be is always an evolving process. One of the things, um, Emily, as I was listening to a, a couple of different podcasts that you were doing, you were talking a little bit about how your why statement has changed through time. You know, who you've wanted to be and why you've wanted to be that person has changed. And that is also what, you know, each one of us has these changing things of who we want to be, but who we want to become in my book and also in what we've seen is always an aspirational statement. It's it's not like you arrive it's at always who you evolving. want to be. It's yeah. always evolving. Mm-hmm. And so streaks, what, what happens is who you want to be changes a little bit, which might necessitate ending a streak because it's served its purpose. It's done what it's needed to do. And absolutely, you can end a streak. And Jamie, she'll tell you a story about and choosing to end a streak that was really a neat, it's really a neat story. It's about one of our daughters. And before she says that though, it's just this whole idea of the opportunity to have complete control, because that's the other thing that habit is a little bit um, rude about when you (laughs) say it's habit says, I'm going to do this automatically forever. And, you know, it's programmed in me now and I, I don't have any control over it. And that's not true of a streak. A streak is something that you have absolute control as to whether or not you start it and whether or not you stop it. 
and how you do it along the way. So that that's kind of one of those things. Anyway, Jamie, you can tell right. the story and about ending a streak. Part of yes, part of what I love about streaks is it gives you the opportunity to set a way. It gives you a way to improve around these things that are intangible, like being more kind or being more optimistic or being more positive, things that are difficult to set a being goal a lifelong around. Learner. Being a lifelong learner, right. And so that's part of what I've loved. And oftentimes I'm like, yeah, I don't want to ever stop doing that. I want to continue learning how to be kind and recognizing throughout my life. But then there's other times. So the the one streak that I ended, and I, I was pausing because I'm like, have I ended more than one? But the one that's most prominent that I um, know about ending was a a letter writing streak that I was writing to my daughter while she was serving a mission for our church. And the mission she was serving was for 18 months. And while she was serving, we moved from the home that she had grown up in her whole life. And she didn't know when she left that we would be moving. We didn't know. And oh. so it was kind of a big deal. And, yeah. and it kind of threw her a little bit where she was like, you moved? And it just took a little bit of that foundation in her, out of her, and she was struggling. And I remember thinking, well, how can I help? And as I thought about it, I'm like, I could write her each day just something uplifting and help be motivating and positive. And so I set a streak to write her a letter every day. And it was such a valuable thing. I learned two important things on that streak. The first one was I made it about 110 days and then I missed a day. I lost the streak. And it was valuable because I looked at it and thought, oh, I made it too hard. I could have simply wrote her a note that said, I love you, but I was trying too hard to make it too big that I needed to write her something big. So that was the first thing that I learned. And then the second thing is when she came home, I thought, well, do I keep, do I set this streak to write to somebody else? Is there someone else that maybe so I could write to? So how long total did you, had you been writing her? 263 days, I think? Or? Yeah, 200. It was, it was Every a little over a year. It ended oh, up so 260 year, days, but I had that 100 days. Oh, so it was 300 and some odd Yeah, days. and so... And when she came home, I was it was hard because I did think, I was like, do I want to keep this going? I've been doing this every day and it's been great. But after thinking about it for that day, I thought, you know what? No, I set that streak specifically to help that daughter. That was the that was the why behind that streak. And so I ended that streak and, and it was amazing. But this is this is an even more amazing part for me. <clears throat> so when that daughter came home, her name was Rose. Um, I remember she was unpacking in her room. And I heard her call from her room to Jamie. She said, hey, mom, do you want to see something? And Jamie was in the kitchen uh, doing something and came out and said, sure. And Rose brought out this suitcase and set it on our coffee table. And as Jamie came in the room, Rose opened the suitcase and there were all of Jamie's letters that she had sent her. And she said to her, oh, it was a moment because she said, mom, these were the letters that kept me going when I thought I couldn't. Thank you. And they just started crying. I mean, it was. I know. It was I was like, okay, moment. are we all going to start crying right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I love that. It's really about getting to your why you're doing mm -hmm. something, and then that gives you the permission when you need to stop something and start something. Yep. And it's one of we had one of our a person that's been streaking with us for a while. We were talking to him the other day, and he said one of my favorite things about streaking that I've come to realize is that. It becomes an intrinsically motivated thing. It's something that you're doing because you want to do it, not because there's any external reward, mm -hmm. not because there's anything outside pushing you, but you really are becoming motivated intrinsically. And that's one of the things that I've loved what, that comes back to that, you know, why am I doing this? 
it was neat because we were having a streaking conference and we were just talking to a, a group of streakers and they were just talking about the things in the last year that they had been able to do and the confidence that they had gained and all the intangibles mm -hmm. that are so difficult to measure were all coming into being and everyone was just so excited. It's it's fun because whenever whenever anyone joins a streaking conference, we have them talk about what's one streak, you know, that they either have started or are doing right now. And it's so fun because everyone laughs before they say what it is that they're going to do. Like one of our streakers, uh, her streak was to open an app called the Project Life app daily. And she's just like, it's to open the app. That's it. And we all just start laughing. But what's neat about that is it's the permission mm -hmm. to start and yeah. and it's okay. And we're just... And it's. I also love that when someone laughs at your streak, you're like, all right, that's successful. I've made it laughably simple, which means I'm doing it right. I can it literally do it when I have COVID. Yeah, yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, okay, one last one last question, and then, then I want you to tell us how we can find you and, and such. But um, I don't know, Jeff, if I agree that your inbox less than 10 is laughably simple. So <laughs> I am always like, this is, if I had a soapbox, this would be my soapbox. I'm obsessed with getting my email. I, I prefer inbox zero by the end of the day yeah. because it helps me sleep better it helps me know that when I wake up like everything is is current and not from yesterday so I don't always hit that goal of course um but I think for a lot of people that is really really hard and it probably was really hard for you at the beginning too so how do you like that wasn't laughably simple to make your <laughs> inbox less no. than 10 every day I, I call that one a forced laugh I, I had to really in other words it was laughable in the sense that I thought I could actually do that um so so here's here's what happened and this and it was a and it's been a significant lesson for me because as I set that streak. Um, the reason why I set that streak was important. One of the things that I wanted to be, so part of my B statement is I want to be a responsive person and I want to be an organized person. And so to be responsive and organized, I started to look for streaks that might support that. And I had a particularly difficult performance review from my leader at the time who said, look, you're just not responsive. And what I found the reason why I was being graded down on my responsiveness is because I was not responding to email in any amount of time that was, you know, good for anyone involved. Is that responsiveness like anything that's less than a, anything that's more than a day? Don't you feel that way? If you don't yeah. respond within a day, you're not <laughs> responsive. Not so when, I just, when Google starts sending you like the d reminder emails that you haven't yes. responded to things, <laughs> it's been six yeah. days since this person yeah. sent you an email. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, wait, does nobody else get those? Is that just? Oh me? no, I get them. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so what I did is I, I was actually talking to a friend. Um, and he had mentioned that he had a, a, he, he called it a streak because of what he was doing, but that he had a streak like yours actually of no emails in his inbox at the end of the workday. And so I thought to myself, okay, could I actually do that? Could I actually have a streak? Would it be, is that simple enough to be able to say, can I have no emails in my inbox at the end of the day? Well, for me, I thought, you know what, that I got I got to give myself some leeway. So I thought 10 is a good number. I'm going to have 10 or less emails in my inbox at the end of the day. And I decided to go for it. Now, when I set this particular streak, I'd been streaking for probably 3 years. So I the other thing that happens when you get when you start these streaks is when you decide to start another one, 
you have a history that you know you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the problems with New Year's resolutions is we all know we're going to break a New Year's resolution. And so that's why they don't work. I mean, it's become like them. the joke of everybody. Yes, you know, right. What exactly. day am I going to fall off the wagon? <laughs> but I'll tell you what, when you have 700 or 900 days of doing something consistently, and now you're thinking about setting another streak and you're going to call it a streak, it's no one else knows this, but for me, I was like, I know that I, I have to do this and I will do this. And so I set the streak of 10 emails or less in my inbox. And here's what happened. I started to unsubscribe from every list I could possibly unsubscribe from. I, I went through my inbox and I basically started to mentally categorize if, if something needed a quick response and it was one word, my answers got very short and saying, you know, what the answers were, and I would send them off. I also learned some other tricks. Like, for example, I know that there's some people who are what I'll call the, I'm trying to think of the word, but they're the perennial emailers. In other words, I know if I respond to them, it's going to take them a little while to get back to me. And so I can ask them a question on the email that they sent to me and clear it out of my inbox. And I know that they're going to get back to me on that. And so, so I can clear it out very quickly. Um, I, I'm very judicious about answering very quickly. And then the other grace that I have is at the end of the workday, that's when I call it. So as long as at the end of my workday, whatever that is for me, that's what makes yeah. it a little more laughably yeah. simple. I've when when I've gotten down to 10 or less, that's when I call it and I say street complete and it's changed. It's changed me and I've never been complained about responsive, um, being responsive since then. I love it. I, I don't know if you've discovered schedule send yet, but that's my other favorite thing. I'm like, okay, this person's going to email me right back if I email them. So I'm going to schedule send it for when I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh, that's a great. beautiful thing. I haven't used that as much. I did. I didn't know about it, but it's that's I I'll have to employ that. I'm going to look into that one. <laughs> like if you write emails on the weekends, you just schedule mm-hmm. them for Monday and then you're like, okay, off my plate and onto oh, yours. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys were fantastic and so much fun i have been over here cracking up um how can our audience connect with you online and also find your book so they can read it for themselves we are on amazon and so you can find the book on amazon or indie books barnes and noble barnes and noble um we have a website it's streakingmastery.com in fact can... if you put streaking mastery anywhere we are the only streaking mastery out there in google if you put streaking mastery it's the first thing that comes up. So that's the beautiful thing too. Yeah. And then the app is at the app store and at Google play. And our emails are, I'm Jamie at streakingmastery.com and it's Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. And it's Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com. And you can reach us at any of those places. And we love to hear from streakers. I mean, we talk all the time around to people all over the world. We have someone from the Netherlands that's just right now, just itching to get the app. And she's been honest because we don't have it released in the Netherlands yet. Oh, no. (laughs) She's like, please. She's like, I want to stop using my notebook. Yes, Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, this was awesome. Thank you both so much for coming on and sharing so openly and generously with everyone. Oh, thank Thank you you for having us. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. 
Weren't they just so much fun? I loved having them on my show. And as promised, I'm going to tell you two of the streaks that I have put in place. And I actually didn't start, I did not start my streaks on January 1st, which is the other thing. Um, I love what they said in the show about you can start these things whenever. Like you can start any streak, any day. It doesn't have to be a New Year's resolution. It doesn't have to be a birthday. It's it's awesome. So uh, one of the things I set in place, and this was actually back in um mid-December is every day I want to take a moment and celebrate something. And so that can be something that I achieved during that day, or it can just be like a moment of deep celebration and gratitude for where I am in life. But every single day, I want to take a moment to celebrate something. So I have it written down in my notebook, um, but that streak I've been going, I've been working on since mid-December. And the other one is that I just want to write in my journal every single day. And some days, like Jamie said, it might just be I'm tired or I'm grumpy or my stomach hurts, which hopefully it will not be any of those things. But that's what I want to do is just write in my journal one time a day. And for me, uh, writing in my journal just helps me to process my thoughts and feelings like before I head into the day. And I find that to be very helpful because then they're not just all like sitting around banging in my head when I get started. So that's what I got. I can't wait to hear yours. And if you've listened this far, you are dedicated and you deserve a shout out. And guess what? I'm going to give you one. All you have to do is write a review of the She Built This podcast and I will give you a shout out on my show and tell you how amazing you are and how much I appreciate you and love you. And we will all just feel like unicorns and so magical. Anyway, on that note, I leave you and I hope you have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much for listening and being a part of the She Built This community. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.